Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. On the phone with us from uh, coming in from Pennsylvania? Dr. Oz. That's it. Uh, Dr. Oz. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. He doesn't, he doesn't need a second name. Some, that's people, it. Just, some this, people just need a first name. Dr. Oz. Dr. That's, Oz. That's it. Everybody knows who Dr. Everybody Oz, knows who Dr. Oz, Oz is. is. One of the best doctors in the world. 94% name recognition in Pennsylvania. Brilliant. Well, I, it seems like that these days. I've been, I, was, I went to a high school football game, which uh, I thought would make me a bit immune. I didn't know the kids paid attention to all the ads on TV, but they do. So it, it's they, everywhere. But this has been a pretty uh, interesting race because it's such a microcosm of the country in Pennsylvania. It's perfectly purple. Mm. Dr. Oz, I, I, tell I, us what the heck is going on in Pennsylvania. Well, I'm going to win. Uh, it's a very close race. Uh, We've done everything we need to do to make sure that folks appreciate that my opponent, John Fetterman, is too extreme for the average voter in Pennsylvania. It doesn't align with their values. I spent my time talking about how I want to bring balance to Washington and deal with the partisan bickering, actually get things done, which is actually the number one question that voters ask of me. They don't want me to go to Washington and make a stink with the Democrats. They want me to go fix the problems and work with the Democrats, which in this state you need to do because the person on either side of you is from a different party. That's why the state is such a good example for the entire country of how you can live in, in harmony, even though you fight like cats and dogs, you know, one of us will be elected. And that person, and it's usually been one Democrat and one Republican. It has for most of my life. Pat Toomey obviously has a seat right now. But in the debate last week, I just hammered Fetterman on defending radical positions that he has taken. I'm one to release one third of all prisoners. I'm always trying to push for more murderers to get released over the objections of, uh, the, you know, at the time, the jury and the judge and even the families who still are suffering from losing their loved ones. Again, didn't have a defense for it. I asked him about his position on fracking which he's historically been always against, and all of a sudden he shifted and he couldn't answer the question. Uh, it was an awkward moment because I, they, on the moderators kept pushing, saying, you know, you've been saying even recently that you're against fracking. What changed your mind? Because I didn't change my mind. I've always been for fracking. It creates a problem in the minds of a lot of folks because they say, well, you know, if he can't be honest about his positions and he's expressed pretty far left radical ones, then maybe he's not the right, the right one for us. Listen, there's some ideas that you don't agree with, but if the person can defend them, you've got to give them a chance. In John Fetterman's case, he just says it. It fits well into a 140-character tweet, and then he pretends it didn't happen if it doesn't suit his needs a few months later. And that's a big issue for voters. And he also hasn't been telling the truth about his uh, physical and mental condition either. Well, I can't get involved in that because we haven't seen medical records. But I have seen, yeah, I have seen lots of stuff that he's written about wanting to legalize all drugs. And we know what happens when you do that. Oregon's a good example. The 50% increase in homicides a year later. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that makes you worried when you're always trying to raise taxes, but you haven't paid your own 67 times. And then when you're asked about it, you say it slipped through the cracks. So what about the average taxpayer who's working their heart out? They can't say that because they're not the mayor of the town or the lieutenant governor. And so these are, again, this story starts to build up and you begin to think, well, this guy's not like me. He has a different set of rules that apply to him and therefore I'm not going his way. But listen, it's a close state because there are a lot of Democrats 
Uh, and many of them are going to just you know, want, to, want to have a 51st Democratic vote in the Senate. Uh, but most of his money, I'll tell you, is coming from New York and from California for people who have that motivation. And I keep saying, listen, the night of the debate, he raised $2 million <laughs> from people who just wanted to help him because he had a difficult debate. And I keep saying, go to DrOz.com and make sure I can tell the truth about him more than he lies about me. So at least... My side of the story gets hurt as well. Dr. Oz, this is uh, Pete King, former congressman. You know, here in New York, we're seeing a surge for Lee Zeldin. And before you come on, we were discussing there's really a grassroots movement away from Democrats toward Republicans. Are you sensing that in Pennsylvania? I'm not talking about political people. The average rank and file people who seem to be just really fed up and there's a grassroots movement. 100 percent. There's no question. It's a big part of why I caught up. And I think a lot of it is because the basics that you need to live a happy life, safety in the streets, knowing your kids aren't going to die of fentanyl overdosing because they you know, went to the mailbox when you weren't there. Uh, issues around the economy with inflation at 40 year high. These are really bothersome to people. And as, as has been told to me when I'm campaigning inside of Philadelphia itself, which is the highest murder rate ever in its history, people say we feel like we're part of a social experiment. Mm. And they use this phraseology They say white woke people make rules, but they're not here to deal with the consequences and we have to deal with them. And they don't like that. And people feel wronged. And, and, and moms are upset about their kids not getting educated. Uh, families can't go out into the streets right now. There's so people on Social Security, their checks don't stretch far enough with inflation as high as is. We've got energy prices that are increasing as people buy their heating oil to get upset. So, you know, New York is very similar to Pennsylvania. In many parts of the state, they're paying their heating oil bills right now. And they're, re- they're realizing a massive increase. We've got a shortage of diesel fuel. You know, and we're cheating a little bit. The, you know, the Biden keeps releasing gas from the stocks the stockpile, but we're not producing more energy in America. And John knows this better than anybody. But if you hold back producers of energy, you're going to see prices increase. And when they increase, it drives up inflation. And of course, my my opponent's first step is he wants to prosecute energy executives. But you want you know the. They, Job creators in Pennsylvania are doing their best to hold it together. Prosecuting them is not the answer. It's unleashing energy so that it, the price will naturally come down with any commodity if you produce more of it. And uh, President Biden wanted to go after the oil companies like uh, uh, ExxonMobil. And you know what I said to President Biden? I said, Nobody owns those old companies. They're all executives. It's only owned by pension funds and 401k plans. And so when, when uh, those oil companies make a, a pay a dividend, it goes to 401k plans and goes to the average American. I think what percentage of uh, Americans uh, own stock in, uh, uh, in the New York Stock Exchange? I mean, I think it's like 60, 70 percent. Peter, do you know? I think you're right, John. It's about 70 percent. Yeah. yeah. So it's owned by the American people. It's not owned by uh, somebody, uh, Onassis, or or uh, or somebody that, uh, that's a, a class. A trillionaire. So why it, does he say that? Why does Biden? Because Biden's he doesn't class, know any better. Or it's also he, class warfare. I think he knows. Go to class I think warfare. he knows, but it's easy to make the oil executive the boogeyman. The Doc, enemy. The enemy. Yeah, Doctor Oz, what will you do to combat the crime? And I'm seeing it specifically Especially among in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia we have and a lot among of young people. In Philadelphia, Doctor Oz. The number one solution is let people do their jobs. The Fraternal Order of Police unanimously endorsed me, and they did it because they felt that no one had their back. And in fairness, if they run after a, a criminal and they, and they apprehend him and anything goes wrong, they get blamed. If they get the, the culprit into the jail cell, 
the prosecutor doesn't do their job, so they're out back immediately. Uh, they're not enforcing any of the bail rules, like in New York City. It's created an environment where the police are demoralized. Retirements are up 40%. There's just no desire to become a policeman. We don't have enough. Less than 1,000 officers at any one time are working. So it becomes impossible to police the streets. Uh, it, even simple things like getting out of the Eagles game last night, you know, you just can't do it because there's no police around. So you have to allow folks who are running towards crises to do their jobs. You have to tell prosecutors they must enforce the rules. We also have to provide resources to be able to fund some of the things that we need for community policing. But these, uh, and also sanctuary cities, which in our, you know, it's a big problem in Pennsylvania. You have to let federal law enforcement work with local police officers and exchange information. These are all part of a larger general narrative. Let people do their jobs. So and if you don't would you consider jobs? Yeah. Crime number one in, in, in Pennsylvania between uh, Pittsburgh and between Philadelphia? Yes. Crime is the, has a tremendous amount of intensity because it's an all or nothing event. You never know if you're going to be okay when you go to work. You can't take your kids outside. Moms are telling me they're buying their kids video games so they can't, because they can't go outside. Mm. I mean, I went to med school in West Philly. I could walk around easily in that part of the city. You can't do that now. Kensington, downtown Philadelphia, the largest open-air drug market in the country. I mean, blocks after block of people like zombies with needles hanging out of their bodies. Tragic. The divine spark gone from their eyes and no one's doing anything about it. Democrats won't go there because they're ashamed of the results of their lax policies. And I say, guys, if if I'm taking someone by the hand who's about to die from an overdose, I mean, literally, and Mm -hmm. put them into detox, that's not an evil act. Yes, I'm stopping them from doing what they were doing. But heroin is not a long-term survival strategy. That's why I don't like heroin injection sites, which John Fetterman has advocated for. That's why I don't think we should legalize all drugs, because you're letting people kill themselves. The honorable thing to do is to boldly go in there and say, you can't you know, do what you're doing. You're hurting yourself. You're actually defecated on this, whatever, the door stoop. You can't, you're not allowed to do that, so I'm taking you into detox. And then five days later, it's not always going to work, but when it does work, you're saving lives. This has been done in other cities. But in cities like Philadelphia, which have been taken over by the far left radical extreme elements of the Democratic Party, it's not happening. And you ask about the grassroots movement. A lot of the movement is conservative Democrats. They don't like what they're seeing with their own party. They feel like they've been hijacked and they don't want that. So they're going to send a message. They're going to vote with the Republicans as long as Republicans are trying to bring balance back. So that's my commitment. And I promised I will do that. I've done that my whole career. In the OR, you don't pick. No, you unify. You have one big problem to fix the heart. You come together and you do it. You don't divide. You know, the anesthesiologist doesn't bicker with the scrub nurse. You work together to fix the problem. Now, do you have the problem we have in New York, Dr. Oz, uh, with uh, migrants being shipped into Pennsylvania at all? No, but we have a bigger problem in that we have fentanyl in massive amounts, seven times more this year than two years ago. And we have number three highest death rate from fentanyl in the country. So, I hear it every, everywhere I, I stump. Someone gets up and says, you know, my, this happened this, this past, a weekend ago. A 32-year-old daughter was, had fibromyalgia from Lyme disease. She got a little pain medication for it, but she got it you know, over uh, one of the social media apps. And they brought it to her. It had fentanyl. It was laced with fentanyl to make it more potent. She didn't realize it. The mother found her blue and dead in bed. Oh, my God. It's terrible, but it happens all the time. Mm. So no, the people don't feel safe in their own homes. Mm. The inflation is terrible because it, it strips away everything that you've made. It's a regressive tax, but it's a slow process. Right. It's not going to happen overnight. Death from drug o- overdose from cartels who are running human trafficking operations and profiting so much you can buy this stuff and bring it in. That's an all or nothing event. Death from being shot or 
carjacked. You know, these things destroy your quality of life because they can happen in any moment. So you're living in anxiety all the time. And it doesn't seem like the Democratic Party has zeroed in on this. And since many of these events are happening because of Democratic Party policies, they have to be accountable for it. And that's why we're going to see a shift to the to the red side this election. Well, people, I understand people are angry. They're angry that, uh, from the borders. They're angry on the drugs crossing the borders. They're angry at the crime in the streets. There's so many things they're angry about, and uh, and the, the, paying twice the price for for gasoline and uh, and heating oil fuel. They're just plain yeah. angry. Yeah, but that's the reason. That's the reason you need Dr. Oz's race is very important for what happens in Pennsylvania, but it's also important. We need you, Dr. Oz, fifty-one votes. You need that fifty-one votes to have a countervailing force against the Democratic left-wing policies. You need to have the Senate won by the Republicans to have the fifty-one votes. So you're talking about the future of this country. That's why this election. Well, Dr. Oz is so important. Look, I, I have a lot of common sense Democrats as friends, but nothing. None of them have stood up. To say I'm independent and I will I will do the right thing and and uh, but they all vote as a group and and that I don't understand uh, Congressman King you've been in Congress forever you ever see it uh, that extreme they all vote as a group they don't get one. They don't even have one person that deviates from what the leader wants. Now, there's no longer Democrats like Scoop Jackson or Joe Lieberman or here in New York, Ed Koch. They're right down the line. We've seen it in Albany. We've seen it here in the city council. It's really disgraceful. And we really need someone like Dr. Oz who's going to restore real values and uh, law and order to the country. Because that's what America feels like. It's, the country is crumbling around them. We need someone with common sense who you know, respects tradition, respects values, and has worked his whole life to help people. You're right. Dr. Oz, we've got uh, 15 seconds. Before we have to go to go break, tell tell me um, um, all Pennsylvanians what you're going to tell them. Uh, the, the key question is: Are you happy with the way the country's headed? If someone says yes, take their car keys away. They shouldn't be driving. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> agree. We got a problem. I'm the candidate for change. Go to drroz.com. Even ten bucks helps. God bless you all. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's cats at night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.